Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show. On the mark. Are you okay over there, buddy? Yes, I'm quite well. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Just had to clean my glasses. Okay, and then you crash into All your headphones. All the better to see you with. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lucky you. All right. Welcome I think I'll on. make them dirty again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put your... Oh, t- hey, you're strikingly handsome. I Thank forgot you. to do oh, it yeah, you for said, August. You know, <laughs> Man, almost missed the month. Honest to Pete. Joe. They'd have thrown me out of here if I hadn't fulfilled my contractual obligation to compliment you. You're falling apart here. <laughs> Oh, did you get your check? Okay. Well, yes, yeah. I did. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome on board, everybody. It is the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. Good conservative Republican mayor of Shemokin Dam. He's in charge of uh, FEMA's global volcanic response, and he's here to tell us that uh, he's willing to hear all viewpoints before he dismisses them outright. We got some emails, and we have a text left over from yesterday when it comes to talking about the Mar-a-Lago search. We hope to get a call in from one of our fine elected leaders. So uh, here we go. On the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open right now, 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com or text us at 702. We'd love to hear from you today. Uh, text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM, and then uh, we will get you on the radio. So uh, that is that. Right, that's our goal. We want to get you. All right. <laughs> right. We want to get you. What? All right. Uh, we're going to send a note out to U.S. Congressman uh, Dam User. Wanted to call in today, so we'll say that we got open phones right now. And Until we hear from Dan. Right. We are on the air. 1 800 Thank you for sharing that intelligence with well, me. Well, I'm trying to do three things. I was talking, and I thought maybe I was talking to no one. I can't even do one at a time, so why well, try to do three? That doesn't seem hey, like a good idea. Work out well. All right, so we have an email left over from yesterday when we were talking about Mar-a-Lago, and one of our good callers must have said something too definitively about what was found in the search or how it was conducted or the cameras or something to that end, lower right-hand corner, Joe. Right, he says, you're right, Eric, you don't know what was going on at Mar-a-Lago. That's all in caps, so that's why I accentuated. Mm -hmm. And, of course, what would they be without EB's usual anti-conservative screed? And here's today's humorous installment. He's got a good one today, though. He's spot on. Yeah, well, right. (laughs) He's got a spot, all right. Isn't it funny how the same conservatives who spent years saying Hillary Clinton should be locked up because of her emails are so silent when it comes to Trump removing top-secret documents from the White House and storing them in an unsecured safe in his ugly, rat-infested Florida. (laughs) 
Mar de Club. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Are there rats at Mar a Lago? No, I don't think so. But what's interesting here is EB says about the conservatives, but you know, there were no liberals yelling that Hillary should be locked up and investigated at the time, but now they're yelling it about Trump and saying, well, nobody said anything about Hillary well, so, in any event. Who said he should be locked up? EB, for one. Oh, okay. Uh, I think there's a word for that. What is it? Oh, yeah, hypocrisy. Remember, folks, anything is okay if Trump does it, even if it's wrong for other people. Just more proof that Trumpism is a cult. The leader can do no wrong. Protect the leader at all costs. Trumpies truly are the least patriotic, most pathetic pathetic people in the world. That's well, even beyond the basket of deplorables. <laughs> <laughs> well, and to that end, when President Trump was in charge of, quote, his Justice Department, unquote, and he had his attorney general in there, the one that he wanted, uh, if let's suppose Hillary Clinton had committed, you know, various crimes and so on, why not prosecute when you have the Justice Department under your control? Why wasn't she prosecuted? Well, they even said, the attorney general even said she was, uh, what what do you call it, uh, not lazy or, um, I forget the word he used, uh, to describe her handling of sensitive materials. Lackadaisical, uh, well, probably. No, it was, wor- it was worse than that. It was, um, careless? Yeah, was it careless? Well, plus, yeah, this, well, and, and you know, funny, everybody in government went along for so many years without stopping her from using a private server rather than a government server. Look, I, I think it's okay for them, EB, to come after Trump if did something wrong. But Hillary obviously did something wrong, too, and nobody came after her. I mean, the left yelled, oh, there's nothing to see here. The right (laughs) said, yes, you know, lock her up. Now it's exactly the opposite. The right saying nothing to see here, and the left is saying, lock him up. Well, I think Hillary was appropriately rebuked regularly and enjoys lots of criticism for having used her own private server, but was that illegal? Yeah, I think it was. If you over, you know, if... But, you know, claiming it was an oversight, oh, I didn't know. But, you know, in well, every other place... is not the government supposed to have oversight? Ignorance of the law is no excuse <laughs> <Okay>. for violating <laughs> All right. It. Yeah, you've learned that the hard way. I have? <laughs> yeah, speeding <laughs> on various roads around here. Well, that's a deliberate overt You're right. on the part of people <laughs> yeah. who choose to speed. Right, like you, so... If municipal police had radar, I wouldn't be able You'd to be do that. You'd be more careful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. These are some admissions. Uh, aren't you sworn to uphold laws or something? I don't know. Sure. Anyway. It's the duty of the mayor to enforce the laws and ordinances of the community. Okay. Well, thank you, Hillary. Nicely done. Okay. So, yeah. So if, But, yeah, like I said, if, if Hillary had done all these terrible, onerous crimes, why not get his Justice Department and his FBI and everybody to investigate her and prosecute her and lock her up? I mean, that's, you know, seems... But I don't think the evidence was there. I don't think these are egregious violations well, what, of, of law. I think they're definitely violations of policy. What E.B. can't admit is that th- there is hypocrisy on both sides. He sees it only on mm. the right. He doesn't see any on the left. But there's plenty there, too. I mean, I'm willing to concede there's hypocrisy on the right. But, then, you know, I don't think he'd ever concede there's hypocrisy on the left. Oh, no, the Democrats and the liberals all good. Republicans all bad, pathetic. <laughs> Uh, we are the most pathetic people in the world. Well, and I, I, I just according to EB, I, you know, I don't know anybody who works in the Justice Department or for the FBI anymore. So I'm, I'm just wondering how rank and file members are swayed by the Attorney General appointment or the FBI uh, director appointment. Well, you know? they shouldn't be. I mean, the, the job should be the job, no matter who's there. Well, I'm naive. That's what I think. But I, you know, the, conservatives are telling us no. The FBI is totally in the bag for the Democrats okay, now, but and that they flipped Chris Ray, and
and that the Justice Department, of course, is leaning towards President Biden. Look at the FBI under J. Edgar Hoover. You know, everybody, oh, this is the most magnificent law enforcement agency in the world. And yet J. Edgar Hoover was doing things like trying to get Martin Luther King to commit suicide, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, keeping dossiers on people who had done nothing at all criminal. You know, to suddenly say that the the, uh, FBI has such clean, white, vestal images, it's beyond belief. We asked for and received an opportunity to talk to U.S. Congressman Dan Muser about some of these things that have happened lately. We're deep into our discussion about Mar-a-Lago, so we'll start out with you first. The welcome. Thank you, sir. Thanks yes, for calling good morning, in. Dan. Yeah, hey, good morning, Mark. I'm sorry. I thought I was calling in at 845. Oh, okay. Nope, about. it's all good. It's all well, good. Well, if you well. did, you're early, Dan, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three minutes early, as always. Okay, so, uh, but when it comes to this search, your initial reaction to what happened last week and the ongoing discussions this week? Well, I'll tell you, I mean, at first, uh, there was nothing but a lot of um, outrage, frankly, I think by myself and most. Uh, The FBI has a credibility problem, whether or not they like it or not, they do. Um, uh, Director Ray has a credibility problem himself. I mean, let's just look at the background. They completely ignored the hunter slash uh, big guy. Uh, situation. Uh, Crossfire Hurricane was a complete hoax. The Mueller investigation as well. I mean, they, they need they need to uh, do um, engage in actions that that restore trust, not go off on something like this. Look, we now know they were in discussions with the Trump family. They were in discussions with the Trump Secret Service. They were they asked them to put a bigger lock on where these um, archives letters and all that that they wanted for the Library of Congress, for crying out loud, were to be stored. And then after go, and then they get a subpoena, by the way, from a, a local judge who's a big donor to Democrats, and he was actually formerly the lawyer for Epstein, the, the child pornography weirdo, uh, a friend of most Democrats. So, so I mean, it's a lot of credibility issues here. And um, uh, and and then they put out they put out a fake story about there being some nuclear issues at hand, codes or whatever. So all that sort of flying around, and that's why Trump asked for the uh, for the warrant to be released. So you know, there seems to be some double standards here. Clearly, what in the past with with, with Hillary, um, and we don't even necessarily want to go back there. But it, it, the whole thing seems pretty outrageous. I heard a story this morning that kind of ties in with what you just said, Dan, and that is that Merrick Garland supposedly agonized over whether or not to issue that uh, that search warrant uh, for three weeks. Now, if this was so critical and so much in the national interest to get done, why would he have had any hesitancy at all once he found out that this terrible thing had happened? Precisely. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of inconsistencies. And, and even the White House, you know, adamantly saying they knew nothing about it, I mean, does anybody believe that? So, so there's just all of this, and they're trying to sell us something. And, and meanwhile, this is serious stuff. I mean, the world is watching. I mean, we've, we've got, we've got a, a, a Department of Justice that, that acts in, in, in this manner. Um, we've, uh, we, we've got some, some credibility issues and in this White House. I mean, clearly they have uh, many decision-making uh, flaws. Uh, there's all kinds of hesitancy. Uh, there's really no captain of uh, uh, ship USA. 
That, that's that's one of the reasons, and that, that's another reason why Putin invaded Ukraine, uh, Afghanistan fell in the manner that it did, and why China is circling uh, the, the, Taiwan a, as we speak. So it, it, it really is uh, uh, has uh, is very uh, related, and we, we've got. We've just got to get back to being a strong America with consistency, with limited government, with a strong economy, and a strong military and national security. And everywhere you look, everywhere you look, Mark, we, we don't have that. We don't have uh, national security and, and energy independence. We've got open borders with drugs and human trafficking taking place, uh, uh, almost deliberate. I mean, we're not doing anything about it. Heck. Not, not, um, uh, the Biden administration just lift, lifted remain in Mexico. I mean, what kind of signal is that? I mean, perhaps the biggest disaster of this administration and all the Biden Democrats in Congress that support it, right? We have hundreds of thousands of, of illegals coming in. We know that there are known terrorists. Certainly not all. Many of them are good people. But And then here you have, <laughs> how, about, how about the insult of of uh, Mayor Adams in New York and in Washington, uh, Abbott from Texas sends up a couple of busloads to those cities, those who, who supposedly willingly want to go, and they're complaining to no end for, you know, uh, uh, 60 people, when meanwhile he's getting uh, 50000 a month. Yeah, those are sanctuary cities, too. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, the, the yeah. media is not at all reporting, except for Fox. They seem to be on it every morning uh, about the border crisis. And yet we're talking about 87,000 IRS agents, when what we really need is some large number of new uh, Border Patrol agents to, to make our border secure, for heaven's sake. For heaven's sake, exactly. <laughs> and, and you know what? Let's get border security first. Because you put down, you wanted to talk about how we could have some bipartisan solutions, you know? I mean, border security first, strong as can be, high gates, wide fences, and let's create a, a more comprehensive uh, immigration policy for farmers, for some of these workforce shortages, uh, for the dreamers, all of that. But we must have border security first. And, and this, this, we were getting there under the Trump administration. We, we, we were getting there. As a matter of fact, he offered up to Nancy Pelosi, let's, let's have, um, uh, it was like $5.6 billion to finish the wall, and we will pass the Dreamers Act. And of course, Speaker Pelosi, who only cares about power and politics, turned that down, because she wasn't going to give uh, President Trump a win back then. But let's face it, that would have been a win for the country. Let's talk about your placement on the Foreign Affairs Committee and Nancy Pelosi. She was in Taiwan. The uh, administration kind of, you know, said they, they would like to discourage it but didn't forbid it. And, of course, she I think she did the right thing and went anyway. Uh, your reaction after the trip to there and some of the follow-up and, of course, China's uh, reaction. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, there's, there's, there's certainly two arguments that can be made. Um, and, and as a matter of fact, one of my good friends who happens to be a Democrat, he's chairman of the Foreign Affairs Committee, Greg Meeks, was on that trip, and, and, and I spoke to him about it. And it was in, in, important. Uh, the problem is that it, that it was so bumbled uh, in messaging. Um, it wasn't originally on the flight plan. It wasn't originally part of their, of their predetermined uh, trip. Um, it was it was left uh, vague. Uh, then the White House comes out and says, ah, maybe they should go. The Pentagon, the Department of Defense states they recommend not going. So uh, now the whole thing's in limbo. 
Now, you know, China sees uh, a level of weakness. Now, they, they state that how they're going to escort with their military planes and perhaps shoot down. Let's not forget that. They said they were going to perhaps shoot down the U.S. military plane if it entered Taiwanese space with the Speaker of the House, another member of Congress on board. So, you know, the, the media and others, you know, just blew that off like that didn't happen. But it did. The fact is that that, that did happen. They did say that. So, yeah, I mean, it created a, a, a real incident, which it didn't have to. They could have just had a very formal, understood trip to Taiwan for the right reasons uh, to show support, but also with this new CHIPS uh, initiative and, you know, the importance of semiconductor manufacturing and, and uh, support of our alliance with them. You know, as a matter of fact, I'm going with the Taiwanese representative to the uh, World Series baseball game on uh, the Little League World Series when Taiwan plays on Thursday. So we're, we're always doing our best to show support uh, and respect, uh, but, but, but at the same time, understand that China's a superpower. Right, Mark? I mean, that has to be, we, we can't just say, mm, well, we don't have to worry about China. No, we do have to worry about China, and China has to worry about us. We need to remind them that they need to worry about us more than we have to worry about them. But, uh, but, but we don't do that. We, we, we position ourselves from a position of weakness rather than strength, and that's why that whole thing got bumbled. Uh, China then is firing off uh, missiles, uh, so as people in Taiwan can see them uh, blowing up in, in, into the ocean. Um, and, and in the end, it turned out to be a lot of bluster and fluster from their, their standpoint. But still really serious, a really serious incident that didn't need to occur. And once again, Biden administration, no planning, and crisis management, which is all they do, and they do that pretty badly, as we well know. Let me ask you this question, Dan. The president has signed, or is coming back from his vacation to sign the uh, def- uh, the I'm sorry, the Inflation Reduction Act. What do you right. think is actually going to happen with this bill once it's implemented? Well, it's it's a it's a really bad bill, and I hate to just be continually negative. I mean, I think in many ways it's worse than the rescue plan, which was the catalyst for for inflation and overspending on states and 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 that sort of thing. I mean, I mean, this thing is it's a it's a green new deal bill, primarily. It's mainly spending. Uh, it's hiring, as you mentioned, of eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents. Who I mean, I think we got a ninety-nine percent polling, uh, I, I'm, I'm making that up, but I, I, would, I would guess it would be on those who don't, don't think that's a good idea. Um, here they are not telling the truth, I hate to say lying, not telling the truth about whether or not those agents are going to audit people under 400000 because as the former Revenue Secretary for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, which I was, it's, it's not possible to do that for a, a number of reasons. And as well, get this, Mark, here, they, they put in a, uh, an estimate, a projection, for these 87,000 new agents over 10 years will raise, will, will gain $220 billion. We'll close the, the so-called tax gap by $220 billion. But after they said that it, it, they, wouldn't, they, would not, uh, they, they would not audit people under 400 k they didn't change the projection. And meanwhile, 90% of the audits occur on people earning less than 400000 They didn't change the projection. So, you know, who's, so who's trying to fool who here? Um, and, and so that, that's the other problem with it. You know, the other thing is these taxes. I mean, we're really we're taxing crude oil. 
We're taxing natural gas. We're tax- taxing methane. You know, this, uh, this minimum tax on corporations, at first glance, right. You know, companies I worked for and companies I know of pay 30%. Who pays less than 15%? But there are companies with, with net operating loss and, and other um, uh, accounting uh, losses uh, at times do pay less than, than that because they, they had a really bad year. Or, or they're, they're actually losing money, or they're trying to make more capital investments in the future. So they will be paying more taxes. So I think the whole thing is, I think it's terrible, and the, and the timing couldn't be worse. So we're spending over $500 billion. We're taxing over $700 billion while we're in a recession. And, and the spending was one of the top three causes of all the inflation. So, you know, literally literally putting more fuel on the fire of inflation. Just a follow-up to the question I asked. Didn't the Republicans introduce a, a, an amendment to the bill that would have required that people earning less than $400,000 a year not be audited? And didn't the Democrats all vote against that? That was my amendment. Oh, was it? I did issue that. That was my amendment. And uh, in, in committee... All the Democrats voted against it. That's right. <laughs> that was my amendment. But it is in the final bill? No, no it's not. It's not. No, okay. They, they turned it down. Died it well, out they're committed. saying that's the case, but they turned it down anyway. Right, Why would they do that if they felt that, you know, there's no way we're going to be auditing these people? Why wouldn't they have gone along with that? Because it's phony baloney, because they can't get the projection <laughs> on, numbers. Joe. They know it's simply <laughs> Work not with true. Us here. They might pretend they're going to do it, but they don't do it in the end. Joe knows, Joe, Joe knows what phony baloney is, so he <laughs> brings it to our show all the time. Right. All right, well, we have a moment left, and uh, we'll give you an open mic. Anything else important you wish to talk about on your agenda these days that you wish to discuss? And come visit us in person uh, as you tour the district. I know you got Good. some stops planned. Yeah, I will. I will. You know, I was at the World Series uh, last evening, and that was uh, the Little League World Series parade. That was fantastic. I mean, really, we got 20 teams, and we got one team, uh, Holidaysburg, from, uh, in Pennsylvania, and it's really going to be great. Everybody should go out. It's just going to be beautiful out there. But, you know, we'll just add this real quick, if I can, on a very, very sad note. I did go into Berwick yesterday, uh, met with the uh, fire chief, met with um, uh, the police, uh, met with the, the borough managers, uh, went over to the restaurant where that terrible uh, tragedy took place of here they are doing nothing but good good work and raising money for the horrific fire that occurred in Nescapec and very, very sadly, uh, what is likely a very insane uh, individual, uh, terrible uh, individual, frankly, uh, uh, has to be, uh, ran into um, the crowd, and killed one woman from, from Wilkesbury. I just say this, everyone, you know what, we ought to be just very sad and send prayers out to all of those involved, all of those that were at the event, because it was it was just horrific from the descriptions I got, but be so thankful to our community. You know, we have a great community, Mark. I mean, the fire department came together, the police department, the first responders, they said anyone who had any sort of EMT background, doctors, everybody was chipping in lives were saved because of it they just said it was like miraculous how every, everything came together helicopters came in Geisinger was helping I mean it was just uh, they, they, they said just a, a, a miracle of, of energy and support you know responding to what was just an awful awful situation so I don't know I, I left it being very sad uh, but also just inspired for what a great community we live in 
Well, thank you so much for the remarks. You have an open mic anytime. Stay in touch, and uh, we thank your good assistant for uh, scheduling these opportunities. So thank you, Dan. Yeah, Thanks we'll look for forward to in. seeing you in person sometime. Well, that'll be great. We'll, we'll schedule that next time, for right. sure. I Th- appreciate it. Thank you so much. Appreciate the call. Uh, U.S. Congressman Dan Muser, 9th District, lives in Dallas, Pennsylvania, and he's been s- spotted all over our area lately, down in the coal regions recently, too. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to WKOK's live telephone talk show on the Mark. Lynn Hall, our fabulous producer. We appreciate her. She's over there doing the parade wave. <laughs> so thank you, Lynn, for uh, being with us and making sure the callers get through. Here's how they get through. First of all, they recognize and acknowledge our sponsor, the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Actually, you don't have to say anything I was about it. say, we require that now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, and you have to go there and buy a vehicle. So our before you call in, right? right. Okay. Our toll-free line is open. No, it's actually free and open. 1-800-795-9565. It's free and open because of the Sunbury Motor Company. True so that. Call us now. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Let me tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. Believe it or don't, as much as they have many of the solutions to the unmet needs, in your transportation world, they do have some unmet needs of their own. They're looking for some entry-level and experienced technicians to work in their quick lane, the car and light truck service department, the heavy truck service department, the body, the frame and alignment, and towing departments. Whether you're an experienced technician or an entry-level technician looking for your first job or someone looking for a career change in another field of automotive sales and repair and follow-up and uh, taking good care of customers. Uh, They would love to hear from you at the Sunbury Motor Company. Call Todd at 286-7746. Apply in person or apply online at sunburymotors.com. They would love to talk to you. Today I'm going to mention one of the vehicles. We mentioned the Hyundai Veloster yesterday, the perfect vehicle uh, as far as I'm concerned. Just a sporty little car and uh, gets gasoline mileage into the 40s with the 2-liter turbo. But now the Hyundai Venue, it's basically the Veloster, although all pumped up and 
it's a small SUV, not really boxy, but I would say that uh, you're going to enjoy the same gasoline mileage. How about this, a 1.6-liter four-cylinder engine? Now, it's not the most powerful. Zero to 60 is 11.1 seconds, so uh, that's going to be, uh, you know, you're going to work that engine a little bit, but guess what? 32 miles to the gallon is the average. That means you're going to hit 40 on the highway and maybe go down to 25 or something in the city or winter driving. And guess what? The tricked-out version with automatic emergency braking, lane control, and everything, $22,000. The Hyundai Venue, small, (laughs) Lawrence's worthless term, boxy SUV. It's got square corners on it, so, you know, I always (laughs) think that that's a a nice add-on. But the Hyundai Venue, they would love to talk to you about this at the Sunbury Motor Company, so please uh, uh, do as I do, not as I say. Uh, Buy a Hyundai Venue from the Sunbury Motor Company. If you do as I say, you'd be doing, or do as I do, you'd be driving nothing but an F-150. Everybody would be an F-150 around here, so that would cause a clog. But I think uh, they already are. <laughs> right. They would just love to have you be one of the customers. SunburyMotors.com. All right, call us now, 1-800-795-9565. We've analyzed the Mar-a-Lago search. We had Congressman Dan Muser here with his good conservative viewpoints about uh, what's wrong with our administration. And uh, we hope to get him in here in person. Maybe he'll be a co-host someday. If Joe ever takes a day off, maybe he'll we'll get Dan Muser to sit across from me for a while. And we'll look for some of those common sense bipartisan solutions. In the news today, what? Implying that I couldn't possibly do that? Well, no, I think you and I do it daily. (laughs) I think the audience is more than tired of you and I. No, they love us. Okay. (laughs) Both of them. Okay. (laughs) One's my wife and one's your wife. So, all right. So we have uh, a a traffic dilemma thanks to a uh, truck hit a pole in Northumberland. So traffic is stop and go to try to get into Northumberland on Route 405 North. So do be aware of that. Uh, That's causing a gum up for north and southbound 11 as well, but it's near King and Water Streets, and so uh, Route 405 north going into Northumberland is very slow right now. There's a lot of conversation about this in Shemokin. There will be a relaxed address code temporarily because of the lack of air conditioning in some of the school districts in the Shemokin School District. The superintendent recently told parents that uh, in a school where uniforms, long pants, and a collared shirt is required at all times, uh, the T-shirt without collars, athletic shorts that go to the kneecap, and uh, that will be permitted, still not permitted, tank tops, halter tops, uh, flip-flops, and jeans of any stripe or length at uh, Shemokin School District. Students also will be allowed to carry water bottles at the Shemokin School District. Sounds like a song, flip-flops and tank tops. And (laughs) flip-flops and and tank tank tops tops and water bottles, too. It's the Shemokin Area School District where they're educating our kids for you. That's pretty classic. Thank you. you. We You're could, thinking on your feet over there. We have to work there. about this. <laughs> it takes me a while. All right. Uh, actually, I guess that's just the opposite of thinking on your feet. <laughs> yes, it's I taking so. a while. Anyway, uh, more news stories. This was the tough thing. Congressman Muser talked about this uh, tragedy up in Berwick. Five people still critical after that hit-and-run incident. Bloomsburg State Police said Monday the five critical patients are in Geising or Danville. There are two others in fair condition. They say all the other patients who were taken to other hospitals were treated and released 
deceased. 50-year-old Rebecca Reese was killed. 56-year-old Rosa Reyes was killed. And 24-year-old Adrian Oswaldo Sierra Reyes of Nescapec under arrest. Two homicide counts there. Republican gubernatorial candidate Doug Mastriano had to make some changes to his social media pages after an inquiry about possible violations of U.S. Army policy. On social media, the Mastriano campaign has pointed out his military service with the headers of his Facebook and Twitter pages showing him in uniform or fatigues. These have since been changed to Mastriano in civilian clothing after the Army advised his campaign of the rules for image reusage. A Department of Defense directive says veterans running for public office may refer to their service and use images from it, but these must be accompanied by a disclaimer that says the use of these does not imply endorsement by the DOD or branch of service. Tory Gates, News Radio 1070 WKOK. And speaking of Republican Congress people being scrutinized, WHTM TV reporting that Congressman Scott Perry speaking out after three FBI agents seized his cell phone as part of an ongoing Justice Department investigation August 9th. Perry said he was approached by the agents armed with a search warrant who took and later returned his personal cell phone. He said the agents imaged his phone before returning it with that copying everything on it. That sounds like Okay. Uh, Perry says, quote, nobody thinks or wants or has a goal of having the FBI visit them. Uh, Unquote. Perry said he's not the target of a U.S. Justice Department investigation and still doesn't know precisely how agents found him on vacation or what they were looking for on his phone. Perry says if the Justice Department contacted his attorneys, he would have turned over the phone. A method, he said, would have been more an appropriate way to deal with a sitting member of the U.S. Congress. He said, quote, they did in a way that seems to be more of a public spectacle. I don't really know what to make of that, and I don't want to get to know what any of this is about. It's not easy to live your life on this ride when you don't know where it's headed, unquote. A congressman from Upper Dauphin County in Dillsburg has been a player in the January 6th investigation with his colleagues in Congress and potentially FBI wanting to know what role he played, if any, in trying to force out a sitting U.S. Attorney General uh, overturn the 2020 elections and name fake electors. Dillsburg is not in Upper Dauphin County. No, he, and that's true. This is all in the same sentence, though. Dillsburg, comma, he's in Upper Dauphin County. Well, he's all of Dauphin County, really. Right. So, okay. So that's that. One other story. FBI headquarters and field offices around the U.S. now on high alert after another threat. They say there's been an increase in online threats against the agency following the FBI's search of the former President Donald Trump's home. Jeff Pegasus has the latest... Investigators say last week's search of the former president's residence and Mr. Trump's statement confirming the FBI operation is fueling some of the anger. The former president's use of the words under siege, raided, and occupied have been analyzed for their impact. And uh, Jeff says a Mercer, Pennsylvania man, Adam Bees, was arrested for posting his intent online to kill FBI agents. Did I say finally? Because I have one more. No, you didn't. But finally. All right. It was just a matter of time before somebody cashed in on the Karen craze. The marketing company Namespace is going to start Karen action figures, which poke a little bit of fun at the conservative, uh, outspoken women who tend to throw tantrums in public. This is CBS's version of it, not me. The company's also preparing a store manager action figure, so Karen has somebody to yell at. They'll need to raise $30,000 in the the next month, and so they have a Kickstarter account for that. 
<laughs> so Karen has somebody to yell at. You, you uh, can find enough Karens if you're looking for them without having to buy one at the store. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to the nearest school board meeting. No. All right. Uh, Joe, we have emails we and do. texts aplenty. Where do you want to go Let's here? Let's start. Well, you covered up the email, so we'll start with the text. Trump got his passports back yesterday. Biden should take the one back that... He, that's from being president. He should be told not to leave the country. Hope. <laughs> okay. okay. And then let's see. Let's move this over so I can see all of it, if you don't mind. And we will do that can right you now. Do that? Yes, right it's there. Now I can see Joe. it. EB is your typical leftist, but he doesn't realize the leftist agenda will affect him as much as everyone else. He's not special, even though he thinks he is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've got a little special. We've got a little fight going on here. All right. And now the email is from uh, Larry G. in Texas, our good Texas listener. He said, good morning, fellas. You briefly touched on border agents and the 87,000 new IRS agents. To add to your comments, I was recently in a meeting with our Congressman Troy Nels. During our conversation, Troy told us the current number of Border Patrol officers is 19,536. Now, how does that compute? Wow. P.S. Our area of Texas also has a local team from Pearland, Texas, in the Little League World Series. All right. Oh, okay. Somebody to root for. I think for. they've been there before. Uh, that name seems familiar to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's go to the phones. Bobby Douglas. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Yes. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Good morning, everyone. Uh, I'd like to comment on, on, on what they did uh, Okay, with, with the FBI and that, and even... Uh, of why that they uh, uh, did what they did to uh, uh, President Trump and his personal um, uh, home and, and whatever, because you know, because I was uh, you know selected as a juror in uh, Northumberland County, and I was, I was also uh, um, I'm going to say part of a pain and suffering uh, lawsuit down in uh, Philadelphia a few years ago, and like uh, um, you know, you know, you're innocent until proven guilty. I mean, um, it, it just seems that uh, ever since um, President Trump. Even, um, uh, how should I say? This? In other words, he wanted to run for president. He got elected, and that is just that they they've had it in for him, and and I can't figure out why. Well, I think he brings some of it on himself, maybe because he's a yes. Republican and the mainstream media is liberal. So, I mean, that's the common presumption, but uh, um, maybe because of his verbosity, maybe I mean, he yes. has been criminally charged with some small things in the past or civil things and bankruptcies and things like that. So maybe they thought that was all still carrying on. I don't know, Joe. What do you think? I don't have an opinion. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's so a lie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but I just wanted to bring that up. Thank All right, you. Okay. perfect. Well, yep, thanks. thank you so much, sir. Thanks for calling in. All right, upper right-hand corner. Then read somebody else's opinion. All right, WR says, <laughs> Congressman User, you are correct. Many government agencies have credibility problems. However, before you take on cleaning up those agencies, consider taking on the credibility of the House of Representatives. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think we got There's it. a gotcha moment. <laughs> well, I think we have... Uh, everybody's gone under the microscope these days, deservedly so. Look, and uh, I guess I do have an opinion. My opinion is that I don't know whether Trump did something wrong or not. You know, I, I would like to believe that our FBI and our investigative agencies and the Department of Justice, I would like to believe all of them are telling the truth, that the president didn't know about it, that Merrick Garland gave it a lot of consideration before he did it, felt that it was absolutely imperative that it be done at 
this moment, and that President Trump really didn't think he had done anything wrong. But that's kind of Alice in Wonderland stuff. I mean, somebody here is lying. Somebody is not being accurate or honest with the American people. If it's politically motivated, then shame on the administration for doing it. If it's not politically motivated, if Trump did something wrong, if he took things he knew he shouldn't have and left them in an unsecured facility, then shame on him. He should pay the price for that. As Hillary Clinton should have paid the price, uh, should have paid any kind of a price other than a certain amount of public scrutiny for having uh, used an email server that she knew she shouldn't be using. Well, and it seems as though we're, we're really basing a lot of our comments and our opinions and how we feel about the FBI now and how we feel about President Biden, uh, uh, you know, impacting this search, if he did, uh, on things that we just don't know. You know, we don't know what was in the boxes. We know what they were labeled, but we don't know what was in them. We know that somebody said the cameras were turned off, but we don't know that that's factually true. The Justice Department. Actually, I think that is true. Oh, okay, so that's been verified. I did hear that they were turned off. Okay, super. All right, well, good. Well, then we got that. We know that the officers, uh, the Secret Service is armed there, but we know some most of the FBI agents that were searching were just wearing khakis and weren't heavily armed. They were just doing their sort of the paperwork duty to try to find these documents and see what was important. I just think, you know, I understand that a lot of Republicans out there really have it in for this administration, and deservedly so. Republicans have it in for... Oh, for this administration, right, deservedly so, and I think they have, you know, they have some sound footing to stand on. But I wish people would stop just making assumptions about what they think or heard or what Fox is saying or, you know, I listened to Tucker for about 10 minutes I'm sorry, try listening to MSNBC in the morning. You'll believe that the Republicans are all... uh, (laughs) They make WRR. No, they make EB sound like he's a a conservative. (laughs) I mean, everything is horrible there. You know, the the crooks, they're liars. Well, don't don't go by that. You know, don't... You know, I'm... It's a shame that Tucker has so many followers because so many people are Well, it's a shame that any MSNBC is even on the air. Well, that could be. I don't, I'm not going to go weigh in on that. I mean, every voice has. So you have no the, opinion. Well, the, they have an, a right to be on the air. I, you know, if you don't agree with them, I don't think we should cut them off. I don't think we should cut off Fox. I just wish people were more discerning. You know, he went on for hours yesterday about all these. Who did? Tucker Carlson. Oh. The, you know, false assumptions and easily refutable remarks. You know, if you just took any one sentence and gave it to a debate team, they'd have it figured out in, in no time. But people suck this up. It, you know, it's like the Kool-Aid. You know, they talk about uh, people drinking the Kool-Aid and so on. Well, geez, to, to follow this stuff in lockstep and everything he says, and then Hannity takes over and it gets worse, it, I just, you know, it's 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 a shame that we're at this point in this country. This I don't is watch why, either one of them, to be honest. Well, with you. I'd only watch this so I could skip the commercials that were on <laughs> CNN and MSNBC at that moment. But, uh, yeah, disappointingly inaccurate information. All right, well, Tucker. you know, these guys are talking heads, and, and they're opinion people, so they're allowed to have their opinions, I guess. But what I what bothers me is that it's called the Fox News Network, and so people assume this is news. People assume that Joy Behar and The View is news. They assume that uh, the Morning Joe is news. <laughs> it's opinion, and it's opinion based on their political observations and the slant they have on the politics of the day. They're not conservatives. They are flaming liberals, and on Fox they're pretty much flaming conservatives. Oh, yeah. That Jesse Waters, he's the same way. All right, 1 800. Oh, now you're tramping on feet there. Jesse Waters is good. You like him? I okay, do. well, maybe. And I'm I just, like Howie Kurtz. Maybe I'm just seeing the wrong segments. Oh, yeah, but he 
botched. He bumbled this well, Sunday he, show. He did bumble. <laughs> right. He's, he proved he was a misogynist that day. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. One of our listeners on the topic of immigration says so. So now NYC is converting a luxury hotel into migrant housing, a hotel that I probably couldn't afford to stay on, at on vacation. They just keep sweetening the pot. Actually, it's a rather well-known hotel uh, that had, ran ads. Um, I can't think of the name of it right now, but they ran ads back in the 80s right in the center of New York where all the Broadway plays are, and they had commercial people dancing, oh. and it was a I big, know which one of you speak. I can't think of the name of it. Now it's terrible to say, but if I heard it, I'd know it. So, the Ritz? No, no. Right. 1-800-795-9565. we got some callers coming in. we got to hit the break button. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Still have stop-and-go traffic trying to get into Northumberland after a truck hit a pole earlier. That's in the process of being wrapped up, so 405 northbound. Slow getting across the Priestley Bridge. Upper right-hand corner, John. All right, Ed said, Mr. Muser seems to have a problem with the subject of history. Jeffrey Epstein pled guilty to one state charge in Florida in exchange for a non-prosecution agreement. The U.S. attorney at that time was Alex Acosta, who became Secretary of Labor under Trump. Signed Ed. I think Congressman Muser and other people are talking about the federal district magistrate as being a former defense lawyer who worked for Jeffrey Epstein, not... I believe that was his point, uh, yes. ...the prosecutor. Maybe Ed was just giving us information about okay. who was on the other side. Good stuff. All right, Dennis, thank you so much for calling in. Yes, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Uh, the other day I read an article, I believe it was written by a journalist out in Chicago, and if he's correct, I thought it... He said, with all this give and take and blaming and not blaming and denying, and he said the way he wrote it was is that you, the, whoever is going after Trump will have to prove intent, the intent to actually take these articles, the intent to conceal these articles, the intent to do harm to national security. And I thought that was interesting. I didn't know if we had to prove intent or not, but that's the way he wrote this, he says, and everyone's overlooking that little factor in this whole thing. So, Well, know. that's true to yeah. a certain extent, but part one of the laws is just removal of any item from the White House at all, regardless of intent. You know, just like if you walked, you know, inadvertently shoplifted at a store, put something in your cart and, you know, didn't notice it, let's say, when you left the store, you had it. Um, you had no intent to steal, but technically still violated the law. And so I think that w one of these three laws that relates to the historical archives and national archives is just removal of anything for any reason at all whatsoever, legitimately or illegitimately. You know, just you're not supposed to take it at all, even 
even if you've declassified it. Well, but it, it's been done in the past by all our previous presidents. That's, you know, why suddenly throw this wall if that's you know, the case? You know what I mean? It just seems arbitrary. And I did read this morning that and the FBI want to speak to all the aides that packed these boxes and who helped pack these boxes. I presume the, you know, to also see if the president directed them. Yeah, put that in the bottom of the box or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> and why, you know, why they were packed the way they were packed. I don't know, but I, it's sort of like it looks like they're shifting sort of a bit, sidestepping from Trump over. You know, and I don't know. It's interesting, just. Uh, when I read all these articles, you know, it does seem like we're missing points on something here. And as you said, we don't know the whole story yet. So, right. And right. we, might, we um, may not know it for some time either, to be honest with you. Yeah. Ever. yeah. Thank you so much, Joe, Dennis. Oh, one ahead. second. Joe, that hotel, I think, may be the Crown Hotel is right no. in the center. Of it's, the Milford, the Crown. it's the Milford Plaza. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. what they're I know turning New York in. well, so yeah. Yeah, that's all a right, wonderful I, hotel, and then we're going to let all the illegal immigrants stay there for free. Dan, <laughs> thanks for calling in. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning. Well, it, let me say that when we talk about the FBI, it, they have a problem. We're not talking about 95% of the agents on the street that doing the the shoe work. We're talking about the upper echelon of the FBI. They've had a problem for years and years up there with being left slanted. But uh, what the reason they raided Trump's home at Dog and Pony Show, they were again trying to get the public to think, boy, this evil Trump, he's no good. And yet, he had, they could have came and looked at any document, any of them so-called declassified things he carried out. Anytime they wanted, he offered it, that you can come and look, no problem. Even from February on, when this whole thing started. So it was for a dog and pony show. So the left could holler how evil Trump is, and that's why it was all done that way. It's always that way. Well, no. I, I guess you know you, you make assumptions too that you, you've you've been able to follow this and been able to find out information that other people aren't privileged to. That there you know were amenable negotiations up until the point that there weren't. But uh, you know you could easily presume that President Trump, just because of his very nature, got to some point where he said, "Okay, well enough. You had enough. You were here in June. That's all you get. You're not getting any more." And then they said, "Well, we need to. Ha we want to get this stuff back, even if." If you have declassified it, it still isn't yours. I mean, it's kind of their argument along the way. So, um, yeah, I understand what you're saying. That well, it, it suppose, seems as though it's all spectacle, and that's easily sure, too easy let, to assume. Let's suppose, for the sake of argument, Dan, that Trump did that. He took things he shouldn't had, and he didn't give them back. Should he pay a price for that? Isn't that a legitimate source for something to investigate? If our national security was compromised by someone who swore an oath to protect it, Joe the Rhino asks. No, I'm just curious. Well, it there's no there's no enough proof, nothing whatsoever says he took anything like that. And it was he declassified it. 
So it was nothing crucial to national security, put it that way. Yeah, it it was that kind of stuff that don't really matter. And the left wants you to think that, boy, this is terrible, nuclear secrets and all kinds of things like that, which we know is a crock of baloney. How, how do we know that, Dan? Because I don't know what documents were taken. I've heard speculation about what was taken, but I haven't seen the documents, and I haven't seen the inventory of what they took and why they thought it was important to take it. Have you? We know it. We do. How do we know it if we haven't seen it? We know we, it. They, they plant that seed of doubt in okay. your mind. Hey, there's top secret, crucial to national security, crucial to them kind of things. They plant that seed in the public's mind, and they believe it because it's Trump. The, the ones that don't care for Trump will take that in and believe it. And we know there was nothing like that taken. It was, you know, phone conversation, stuff like that, little pieces of napkin, stuff like that. that Nuclear secrets. to do with national security or it wouldn't have been declassified. As far as you know. But the problem, is, the problem is that, that Trump says he declassified it, but there is a procedure that apparently he didn't follow. He just said he had a standing policy that if he took it home, it was declassified. That ain't the way it works, Dan. Now, you know, uh, let's look at it another way. Who was, the, who was the best friend to America president we've ever had for a long time? Who cared about freedom? Who cared about our national security? Oh, that's easy. Ronald Reagan. And and Donald Trump. And the Bushes. <laughs> the Bushes. The right. Bushes, they, they were different. But Trump and Reagan, they actually loved this country, and they cared about our security. But yet the left plants a seed yeah. in people's mind that Trump would put our national security in danger well, now you've just planted a seed that pe- that Barack Obama doesn't love America. That I Joe, didn't say Joe, that. No, I but you said, said you planted the seed. <laughs> they weren't like, they weren't the kind of, you, you You have to realize, I don't know if you can deny it, but they weren't patriots like Trump and Reagan. That you, uh, If you don't know, I, I can't. All right, we got another them. call coming. We but gotta, they were patriots and... There's no way Trump would have done anything to have to inhibit our security, and so as far as you that's know, where right. it is right now, and this is a dog and pony. Let's hate <laughs> Trump it. all the more. We don't want him ever to run again. All that's right, me. sounds good. That's what this is about. Thank like you, Dan. Dan Muser said. Thank you, okay, sir. You guys Thanks, have Dan. a great one. Hey, you, you too, too Dan. Take Thank care. You. All right, Stan. Last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. Good morning. Uh, read uh, Executive Order 13526. It's about classified national security uh, information. Who issued signed it? Signed by Obama. Obama, okay. Yeah. So it lay, it lays out in the legalese, which I don't fully understand, but the synopsis is basically the president is a top guy that can declassify anything and everything. And then it goes down to the departments, the Department CIA, National Security, blah, 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 blah. They didn't get the State Department. 
the heads of ones of those uh, organizations can declassify things that they deem to be need to be declassified. But the president can declassify everything. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what's in there. So just go read it. I mean, it's a lot of legal ease. you got to right. wade through. But, but once but, he uh, declassifies it, <laughs> is it his possession? He gets to keep it. Well, I, I don't think that's the case. It belongs to the National Archives. Now, why that stuff was taken down there, which we don't know exactly what's in it, all we are hearing is speculation. I will admit it. I don't know. And neither does anybody in the freaking news media that's saying <laughs> this, this, and that is in those boxes because they don't know. And if they say they do, it's because they're getting leaked from the uh, the supposed investigators. If they're getting leaks from the supposed investigators, all they're trying to do is seed the water that Trump did something wrong. Whether he did or not, I don't know. You don't know, and neither do they. Right. I, I agree with you. We don't know. I but concur. Is it a they subject? Is it a valid subject for investigation? And I think it is. If well, it, and they were and they were working with him. That's what makes no sense. You know, supposedly, now this is the other thing that supposedly they're putting out, there's an informant within Mar-a-Lago working with Trump. Well, what do you think happened after that news came out down there in Mar-a-Lago? I know what would have happened if it was me. Either everybody everybody would have been seriously looked at, and certain things would have been planted to see if things were getting leaked, and who had access to those certain things. That's maybe going on. I don't know, because I'm not there. But if that's the case, you know, Trump Trump had a problem trusting people before because people were always stabbing him in the back. What do you think is going to happen now? That's, you know, that that's all I can put out about that. That's what I've heard on the news media, that there's an informant. Well, we don't do very good about plugging leaks because we still don't know who leaked the uh, Supreme Court draft decision on Roe that's versus because Wade. they don't want to know. They don't want to know. There's a difference. They could have found out almost immediately who did that because all the paperwork that is released is some some way is watermarked from wherever it comes from from the printers and stuff they can tell where that stuff comes from if they want to look at and they can determine who had access and who didn't but of course they don't want to now you were talking about the judge that signed off on the warrant down there he was epstein's well his co-conspirators basically lawyer he wasn't epstein's lawyer from my understanding and he also recently recused himself. Trump sued Clinton for, I think, the the Russia hoax. And he had to recuse himself because of bias. Or maybe he knew Clinton's or was buddy-buddy with him. I don't know. But there was bias there. But, yeah, he felt comfortable enough to sign off on a warrant against Trump. Things seem a little fishy there, too. Well, everybody has a past, but let's hope he was sworn into office to be objective and uphold the Constitution and the laws, and hopefully he did well, so. That's, but if they presented that's why him, he recused himself. If they presented him with information that looked uh, legitimate on the surface of it, and it was sufficient <laughs> to warrant um, the issuance of a search warrant, I can't fault him yeah, for that. Yeah, the magistrate's in the middle. Well, that, that there is another problem, because they gave the FISA courts information so that they could go spy on the... Uh, Trump campaign that they knew was false. So they have a track record of lying with the information that they go to get warrants with. Right. That's That's a a problem. A track record of not being prosecuted for it. Right. So that that, that is a problem. So it'll it'll all flesh out in the end. Who knows what's going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I, I have a feeling Trump didn't do anything that was illegal. Maybe some people would disagree with that. I don't know. And neither does anybody else. Yeah. So they're going to have to prove it in court. And once, if they do indict, 
which if they're going to do it, do it. Then discovery happens between the defense. They have to lay it all out for the defense. Okay, all the information they have has to be laid out. Other and if they don't have the information, then they better shut up and just let things go. Well, I think Trump arguing that they should release all of the materials that supporting the affidavit and release the affidavit itself is a smart move on his part because they probably aren't going to do it. Uh, but if they did, it would give him, I think, a pretty good idea of who the leak was in Mar-a-Lago. And he doesn't have well, a copy of the affidavit. That's no. Okay, that's just why they the won't do page. it. Okay. All right. We got you, Stan. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks, All right, Dan. have a good one. Yep, you appreciate too, sir. The call. Take care. All right, we got four open lines now. That's a rarity. 1-800-795-9565. Call us immediately. 1-800-795-9565. We're talking about uh, President Trump and the search. If you'd like us to move on, we have some other topics, but we got to kill some texts and emails on this topic first. 1-800-795-9565. You had something about an affirmative action case at a I college? I do. It's a very interesting one. Also, a school board that's ditching the Pledge of Allegiance. So oh, some, yep, under God. We've got I, some red I meat here. that is. Okay. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. All right, on the topic of intent, one of our listeners says, so if I get stopped for speeding, but I didn't intend to exceed the legal speed limit, can they still ticket me? No. <laughs> no, says Joe, who's had, what, just two try, or three Just try it. Tickets. Tell the cop you can't be ticketed. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, they still do. But, see, that's different. Driving's different than just general actions within a government entity because you, driving's a privilege. You know, you're not, you, you don't have a, a right, per se, to be on the road. You have to pay to get on the that's road with your license enough. and registration and stuff. So maybe that's different. But, yeah, you still get ticketed. Right. It well, was an accident. Well, too bad. Hold on. Well, your speed limit said 40. You were doing 55. I'm sorry. You get a ticket, my friend. And the Clintons took furniture and other furnishings when they vacated the White House. What penalties did they receive? Nada. Nothing. Yeah, I don't think they were penalized, but um, <laughs> they did give it back and pay for it. They gave some of it back. Well, yeah, the issue is whether it was a gift or whether it belonged to the nation. It was a gift to them or belonged to the nation. So they gave some back, and they also paid for some so that they could keep it. You know, they bought it at some sort of a market value. But I don't think they committed any legal... So the White House antique store for the president, take what you want, just we'll send you a bill. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think they ended up in any legal jeopardy afterward they made good on anything. And plus, they were very open about it. Maybe President Trump's not being 100% open, or his attorneys aren't being 100% open about this, you know, and that's leading to that. But anyway, if the Clintons had to be prosecuted, well, then the, uh, you know, President Trump should have done so. I mean, he was, it was his Justice Department. All right, yeah. let's uh, read the next one. Go all ahead. Right. Eric, all you said is pure speculation. The FBI has to prove intent on Trump's part, and all being said does not point to ill intent. They did not turn the cameras off. Okay. Did that, is that what they said? They did not, or they did? He said they did not turn did the not cameras turn off. The camera. oh, well, I was told knows? they did. And let's see here. WRR says, regarding the 87,000 new IRS agents, one, 50,000 agents were projected to retire within the next five years. Wait, there aren't 50,000. There aren't 50,000. No, there aren't. There's only 40-some now. Two, the number one complaint regarding the IRS is they don't respond in a timely manner. Additional agents could alleviate this problem. Good. Assuming they 
know what they're doing and they have enough phone lines. Uh, do your homework and read the bill. You might learn something. If we had more agents, maybe it wouldn't take seven-plus years to audit the tax returns of the disgraced, twice-impeached, election-losing, impeached, rather, election-losing former president. Okay. <laughs> All right. And one more, and then we're going to move on to another topic. Has anyone looked at the many people who must have helped Trump move the documents from the White House tomorrow, tomorrow Lago, tomorrow Lago. Okay. And read that nice lady. <laughs> All right. Uh, has anyone looked at the many people who must have helped Trump move the documents from the White House to Mar-a-Lago? It's quite likely he did not move a single set of those documents by himself, so there were other people, perhaps aides or advisors, who helped him. Some of them must have known what the laws are about declassifying documents and removing them. Good point. I doubt that Donald Trump threw stuff in a box himself and said, I'm taking this with me. <laughs> he hasn't lifted a box in 22 years. He so. might have. So uh, I, right. that's quite possible, you know, it, but they may have made a mistake. But if that was the case, I would think President Trump would have said, well, here, take this all back and then let me know what I can keep from it. Don't okay. you think? Yep. Uh, right. That would have been what I would have done. and said, oh, my gosh, my aides made a mistake. Here, take this. I don't want to have anything I shouldn't have. You take it and give me back anything I'm allowed to keep. What do you got cooking there? And then we'll take the break. Okay, this is an interesting one. The school board in North Dakota's largest city has created a media stir this week after it voted to discontinue reciting the Pledge of Allegiance prior to its meetings. The Fargo School Board voted 7-2 to two Wednesday to stop saying the Pledge of Allegiance because, according to multiple reports, the use of under God did not align with the district's diversity code. The school board's decision does not impact the use of the Pledge of Allegiance in schools there or at school events. Fargo School Board member Seth Holden called the pledge a non-inclusionary act. Given that the word God in the text of the Pledge of Allegiance is capitalized, Holden said at the meeting, the text is clearly referring to the Judeo-Christian God and therefore it does not include any other faiths such as Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism. Uh, Buddhism. It doesn't include any other faith. Face. No, the face is the word here, F-A-C-E. Okay. Uh, all of which are practiced by our staff and students at FPS. According to reports, at least four members of the community attended the meeting and lobbied for the pledge to be continued. <laughs> okay, so they don't like the phrase under God that's in the pledge. Well, how many religions today believe in multiple gods? I'm not familiar with all of them. Are there any? <laughs> Yes, but... Uh, I mean, the god of the trees, the god of the forest, fire god, lightning god, um, thunder god. I thought we got rid of them. <laughs> the Greek gods. I thought they were with you, the gods of Mount Olympus, right. Hmm. Zeus. Anybody still worshiping Zeus? My comparative religion book. Remember, I have one, but I forgot to bring it to you. Or did I bring it? No, I have to bring it and show you. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Yeah, it's a good, good book. But uh, it's the other good book. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, so, but I, I could see why they would do that. It seems somewhat you extreme. You know, um, if you don't want to force students to pledge to some god well, or well, to, to say that students. some god exists. They're saying the students can continue to say it in the okay. classroom. This is the school board saying that we're not going to do it at the school oh, just board at meetings. The school board meeting, okay. Because it's not inclusive. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> well, that's their prerogative. A lot of places have gotten rid of the pledge. A lot of used to have a moment of silent really? prayer too. 
Oh, you go to a lot of meetings and the pledge isn't there anymore. It's still at commissioner meetings today, but not at uh, all uh, mun municipal and school board and that kind of meetings. Yeah, they got rid of that. So, well, I can but, tell but you not, that uh, not because of the God part. Just that the State of Mayor's Association, we start every meeting with the Pledge of Allegiance. Well, it makes perfect sense. In Northumberland County Commissioner meetings, you still have a moment of silence. You know, if you want to pray, then you can. If you want to think about what you're having for dinner, you can. But it gives you just a moment of reflection. All right. Well, we got one email about Mar-a-Lago or Tomorrow-Lago, as one of our listeners <laughs> supposes. we got to take a break. we got a caller waiting who gets a minute. And we'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Yeah, New York Post says that President Trump was at his lawyer's office watching on closed-circuit TV the Mar-a-Lago search. So some of the cameras must have been left on if he could see that, well, if they could watch it. who told him and how far in advance did he have notice of it? That he was able to get to his attorney's office to watch it, or was I can't he at his attorney's Somebody said they talked about the fact that they were going to search or, or search the place the day before. They said they would do this, but I don't think they Wasn't said early precisely in the morning? when. Oh, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Okay, well, maybe he was at his lawyer's office at 10. All right, Dan. One thanks more for minute. calling. Hey, good morning. Why? Yeah, uh, the Pledge of Allegiance issue. This whole nation was founded by our forefathers. As a Christian nation, no, it wasn't. <laughs> whether they want it, whether libs want to believe it or not, that's what yeah, we were Joe. founded on Christian and belief in the scriptures is why they founded this. Same as England is a was a Christian nation, but we left a lot of that behind. We no long we no longer remember our roots to our own failure. Well, the, the history book that I listened to recently, I didn't read it, I listened to it recently, said that the, some of the founding fathers had faith, some did not, some were what, right. deists? We were founded on Judeo-Christian principles, but not on, a, not on a Christian religion, Dan. I'm sorry, you're Amen. wrong. Amen. was the same thing. That's no, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing at all. Yep, I could have the principles. Now, could, go ahead. I could have principles that don't necessarily conflict, with, uh, that don't necessarily align with a religion, but in this case, they the founding principles were based on scripture, if you want to call it that. But it wasn't. Uh, we're not a. We were founded on freedom from religion and freedom of religion, not any specific religious belief. All right, we got to go, Dan. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thanks, yeah, okay. sir. All right, uh, upper right-hand corner, Joe. All right, Trump has many more problems than Mar-a-Lago. After 440 times pleading the fifth, the New York AG says he she will indict. More serious problems coming in Georgia. Cindy, you're on the mark. You know, I look at all of this 
I, I think about the story about the boy who cried wolf, and me, the FBI is the boy. They spent years chasing Trump, accusing him of spying for the Russians or colluding with the Russians. And in the end, what happened? Well, they made no charges and they decided the whole thing was false. And I believe that they're down the same rabbit hole. I, they, they damned their credibility with me when they did that the first time. And I really, this whole thing has deeply disturbed my faith in the criminal justice system in this country deeply disturbed it. The more I look at events like this and about uh, people who've been wrongly imprisoned, you know, I once had faith that if you were arrested, you deserved it. If you were charged, you probably did it, et cetera, et cetera. I no longer, I no longer believe that at all. I believe that our justice system has been perverted horribly and is being abused by the people who want to control our country. And it's it horrifies me. It's those elites again, trying to get their way and get more power. Cindy, thank you so well, much. We should all be scared because you know that what they do to another person, they can do to you. You should be afraid of that. Okay, okay. We got thank you. Thank you, you so much, Cindy. Get out of here. Be very afraid. Get out of we'll here. See you sir. tomorrow morning. I'm getting out of here. Go run to safety. But seriously, everybody should very much be aware of monitoring this and the partisanship within our justice system. Two-tiered justice system. This is WKOK Sunbury.